people who seek psychotherapy for psychological, behavioral, or relationship problems tend to experience a wide range of bodily complaints. The body can express emotional issues a person may have difficulty processing consciously. I believe that the vast majority of people don't recognize what their bodies are really telling them. The way I see it, our emotions are music and our bodies are instruments that play the discordant tunes. But if we don't know how to read music, we just think the instrument is defective. Hello and welcome to episode 549 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a MS and Health episode. That was a quote from Charlotte McCulka. <clears throat> and we got a variety of little things we can go over today. Got little email messages popping up like crazy on my thing. I spent the last few days up chucking and having the shits because of medication complications. So it's been a really fun week. <laughs> so it's just been. Anytime you try and eat, it's just coming up about a half hour, hour later. So it's like, why even bother? And you keep the fluids and they keep coming out. It's, just, it's like having the flu, but not having the flu because it's just, I know it's medication related. I know what it's from. And that medication's gone for good now. I stupidly tried it a second time at a lower dose to see if I could get it to work. That was a big mistake. I wish I would have never, never attempted to do that. But we pay for our mistakes <laughs> when things go go wrong. I had these little hiccup burps that happen every now and then, and when they do, it's like my neck and my rib cage and lung area is so sore from up chucking. <laughs> The past few days, it hurts to laugh. It hurts to <laughs> hurts to even talk. But I got to get my podcast out. So Let's see how it goes today. Uh, some healthy staples that you might want to keep in our pantry. Things that are great that are last long and you can use to make all kinds of recipes. Things like beans and lentils are amongst the healthiest foods you can eat. According to this article, I, they change their mind all the time on beans and nuts and all that stuff. So follow your heart, follow your body, listen to your body, listen to your doctors, tell your doctors what you're going to do if you're going to change up stuff. Especially your medications, your routines, and stuff like that. You might want to check in with them. Make sure nothing's going to conflict with what you're taking or doing. But dried and canned beans and lentils have a very long shelf life. Making them a top non-perishable food choice to keep in your kitchen and your pantry. Canned beans can be stored in the pantry at room temperature. 
for two to five years while dried beans can last 10 or more years. That's why preppers like to stock up on those things. Dried beans have such a long shelf life because they lack the moisture needed to promote micro, microbial growth. That's why you want to keep them in a nice airtight container that does, isn't going to get any moisture in it. And make sure there's no moisture in it when you put stuff in it. Otherwise, yes, you will have bacterial growth. Then you can use black beans, chickpeas, lentils, kidney beans for chilies, soups, salads, and there's so much you can do with them. You can grind them up and make yourself some refried beans, and there's just so many different things you can do with them. So it is the end of the world, and you at least have those on hand. You'll have something to survive off of for up to 10 years. <laughs> but uh, just make sure they're airtight and dry. Uh, nuts, seeds, and their nuts and seeds are nutritional powerhouses, providing healthy fats, filling protein, fiber, and a array of vitamins and mineral. Depending on the type, nuts and seeds can be kept at room temperature for one to four months, making them a smart ingredient to store in your pantry. That's not that long, but they do break down. I mean, I love my cashews, but if you let them sit around, they're going to start losing their texture and taste. Along with some other nuts, they'll get softer. You just got to watch how you store them. But I, my nuts, my nuts. <laughs> when I store nuts, they're stored a lot longer than four months, so. It just depends on your taste, I guess, but I like to stock up on stuff once in a while. But you can use nuts and seeds in dishes like oatmeal, yogurt, trail mix, salads, make nut butters or nut and seed butters. You can add them to smoothies, can be added to sauces or spread on the fruits or veggies for a quick satisfying snack. Then you got grain-based dishes like salads, grain bowls, soups, and pilafs make a great choice due to their versatility and convenience. Depending on the type, grains like spelt, brown rice, amaranth, bulgur, oats, and quinoa can be kept safely at room temperature for months to years, making them a smart choice to buy in bulk. They're an excellent source of fiber and micronutrients, including B vitamins, manganese, and magnesium, and eating them may help protect against conditions like heart disease and certain cancers. Many fresh fruits and veggies, such as berries and greens, are highly perishable. Yet, buying these foods in frozen form allows you to always have nutrient-dense produce on hand. Nutrition-wise, frozen fruits and veggies are comparable to fresh produce in micronutrient content, making them a healthy and convenient freezer staple. And you can add them frozen greens to sautés, soups, smoothies. Frozen berries can be used similarly to 
to fresh berries and add natural sweetness to oatmeal smoothies, baked goods, and yogurt parfaits. I always promoted frozen berries and vegetables because from working in a canning factory back in the day, when they brought it from the fields and you flash froze them and packaged them right away, they weren't sitting around waiting to be put on a shelf and sit longer, just rotting away, losing their nutrients. You're safe preserving the nutrients, I assume, by doing that. And then like a month ago, someone said that frozen fruit and frozen veggies aren't good for you. They don't don't have that the freezer process takes away the nutrients. I disagree. I don't and I don't have a science kit to test the stuff with. But I feel you're way better off buying frozen shit than you are fresh stuff because that fresh stuff sat in bins after it was picked from the fields, got cleaned, then sat longer in bins, then went to the stores, and then sat on the shelf. It's got absolutely no nutrients left by the time you get to it if it's fresh. So why would you not want to use frozen or canned, I guess, but I still promote the frozen over the canned there's sweeteners like honey and maple syrup are natural sweeteners that offer unique health benefits raw honey has antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties and contains powerful antioxidants Maple syrup is also rich in antioxidants and contains small amounts of nutrients like magnesium, potassium, and manganese. Uh, Honey and maple syrups can be used to add flavor and depth to sweet and savory recipes. Just remember to use these sweeteners sparingly as too much sugar from any source can harm your overall health. And get the natural, the healthier versions of these things the organic versions uh, as we learned from the pharaohs they pulled honey out of tombs that is still edible still usable because it can preserve itself for a really long time so it's a good sweetener to have on hand that you can add to anything to give it a little bit of sweetness. Uh, apple cider vinegar has multiple uses in the kitchen. For example, it's an effective all-purpose cleaner. <laughs> it can be used as a flavorful addition to recipes like sauces, dressings, and baked goods. Its versatility, this tangy vinegar is incredibly healthy. Research has shown that it may have anti-diabetic and anti-inflammatory and antioxidant and heart health promoting properties. And yeah, it's it stays for a long period, so stores for a long time, uh, preserves well. Certain fats, including coconut oil, ghee, and olive oil, can be safely kept at room temperature for a year or more, depending on the type. 
for this reason, you can buy these pantry staples in larger quantities so that you always have a healthy fat source on hand. Cooking with these healthy fats helps add flavor to the recipes and enhances the absorption of fat-soluble vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants from food. Fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, and pickles are delicious and versatile, and they offer a number of health benefits. Research has shown that they can improve digestive health and may help reduce inflammation and blood sugar levels. Plus, these foods are long-lasting, so you can stock up without worrying about food waste. For example, sauerkraut and pickles can be stored at room temperature for up to 18 months. When I was cleaning out our basement down here so me and the wife could move into it, I found huge jars of pickles from back in the day that my mother and grandmother probably canned and were probably 40 years old. <laughs> Still looked like they should, but we had one jar that was busted open, all the juices out, and all the pickles were just all squashed down in nothingness. But yeah, the ones that weren't damaged, they, they still looked like they were edible, but I got rid of them. <laughs> I knew how old they were. I wasn't going to try it. Uh, yeah. Spices and herbs. It's essential to have a well-stocked spice rack. Spices and herbs elevate the flavor of dishes and can come in handy when you're in a recipe rut. They can also be incorporated into your diet and can promote your health in various ways. Turmeric, cayenne pepper, rosemary, cinnamon, ginger, oregano, and cumin all offer impressive health benefits and may help reduce inflammation and lower your risk of certain diseases. Yet garlic and onions are the backbone of many recipes and flavored by both professional and home cooks for their versatility and long shelf life. Both have also been shown to benefit your health in many ways and enjoying them regularly may help reduce your risk of various illnesses including certain cancers, mental decline, heart disease, and diabetes. There's, although many fruit, fresh fruits and veggies spoil quickly, even when refrigerated, there are a number of long-lasting varieties to choose from. Sweet potatoes, butternut squash, apples, beets, cabbage, spaghetti squash, rutabagas, Pomegranate, carrots, and citrus fruits are just some examples of fruits and veggies that can keep for a few weeks or more when stored in the fridge or on the counter. And you can also dehydrate stuff too, and that'll last longer. Uh, well, fresh Fish, meat, and poultry are, are highly perishable. Frozen versions of these products will stay edible much longer if they're kept at the right temperature. For example, fresh chicken and meat will be safe for up to a year when kept frozen at 0 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 17 degrees Celsius. 
while fish like cod, haddock, and haddock can be stored in the freezer for up to five months. And I've stored this stuff longer than that. It still tasted fine when I ate it. But <laughs> having a good supply of frozen poultry, meat, and fish can help you prepare healthy, protein-rich meals. When fresh animal protein sources are limited, uh, just make sure you rotate your stock good. And when you get new stuff, put it in the back. Bring everything forward. Adding a dash of hot sauce or a drizzle of tahini to a recipe can bring a dish from boring to sensational in a matter of seconds. However, it's important to choose healthy condiments to stock your pantry and avoid purchasing highly processed sugar-laden products. Tahini, salsa, coconut aminos, balsamic vinegar, coconut butter, mustard, nutritional yeast, tamari, Raw honey and sriracha are just some examples of multi-purpose condiments that are not only tasty, but also healthy. Eggs are a versatile food that can be enjoyed at any time of the day. They're packed with protein and just about every vitamin and mineral your body needs to thrive. Which is why they're often referred to as nature's multivitamin. Eggs are considered to be perishable. They can last up to five weeks in the fridge. Try making a nutrient-dense veggie omelet or adding a fried egg to oatmeal. Yuck. Salads or vegetable dishes to boost the protein content. <clears throat> and you can make quiches. You can make scrambled. You can make breakfast burritos. And there's so many different breakfast pizza. Yeah. Yogurt can be used in a variety of ways in the kitchen, making it a must-have in any well-stocked fridge. It can be enjoyed with berries, added to smoothies, dolloped on the veggie dishes, or used to add creaminess to sauces and soups. Some people like to substitute for a sour cream. Uh, but just make sure you're looking into the healthier versions of the yogurt. There are some that are just full of sugars. So watch out for that. Stress, as we know, can affect our bodies quite a bit. Stress, which is a feeling of being overwhelmed by mental or emotional pressure, is a very common issue. It can be... It can cause a wide variety of symptoms, including decreased energy, insomnia, libido changes, and depression. The physical symptoms of chronic stress are varied and vast and can include acne, headaches, rapid heartbeat, sweating, changes in appetite, digestive issues, chronic pain, and more frequent infections or bouts of sickness. It's good to keep stress out of your life as much as possible. You can meditate, do some yoga, just go for a walk, spend some time with your pet, and things that can calm your mind. Because stress can be caused by a variety of issues and symptoms, 
can vary from person to person. Treating it depends on personal factors. However, certain lifestyle changes like exercising, taking breaks from the 24-hour news cycle, and talking with friends or trusted advisors may provide some relief. Chronic stress can affect your entire body, and if left untreated, may drastically reduce your quality of life through chronic pain, increased risk of certain diseases, and changes in mental health. And basically, you don't want stress part of our life. It's something we do not need. It just brings our bodies down, makes us feel worse. It's just... So look into ways to make that stress go away. If you feel it coming on, just take that walk. Lay down and take a nap if you need to. <clears throat> take a hot bath. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Getting raspy voice here. Need a drink of water here pretty soon. If I can find it. But yeah, just meditate. Do a little light yoga, a little light exercise or something. Tastes better. Just listen to your body. And when it's starting to get tense, do something to relax it. So, have you ever tried saw palmetto? And what it looks like is the stuff you use at church during Ash Wednesday and stuff when they make the or braid the stuff into little wreath type things. But saw palmetto or palmetto may ward off hair loss and increase hair density by decreasing levels of a specific enzyme related to hair loss. It's like saw palmetto is a type of palm native to the southeastern United States, is commonly used in supplements to improve prostate health balance hormone levels, and prevent hair loss in men. Plus, it's associated with a variety of other benefits, including decreased inflammation and improved urinary function. Uh, maybe I should look into this for some of my issues. Uh, saw palmetto may improve urinary tract function, particularly, particularly for those with prostate issues. Still more research is needed on all this stuff, of course. Some studies indicate that saw palmetto may help improve symptoms of BPH, but research is inconclusive, as with everything. But BPH is related to prostate cancer. Then saw palmetto is high in antioxidants and has been shown to decrease inflammation in animal studies. Nonetheless, high-quality human studies are needed. Test tube human and animal studies show that saw palmetto could help regulate testosterone levels by decreasing the activity of an enzyme that converts testosterone to DHT. Saw palmetto helps block the activity of 5-alpha reductase, an enzyme that converts testosterone into DHT in addition to 
preserving levels of t testosterone. It may reduce levels of DHT, which may, in, may be involved in prostate enlargement and hair loss. Saw Palmetto is available in capsules, soft gel, and tablet form, which can be taken in doses of 320 milligrams per day. It's also found in ground dried liquid extract or tea form. It may cause mild side effects and shouldn't be taken by those who are pregnant, nursing, or taking certain medications. But yeah, saw palmetto is a species of palm used to produce a supplement packed with protein, potential health benefits. Promising research suggests that it may help increase testosterone levels, improve prostate health, reduce inflammation, prevent hair loss, and enhance urinary tract function. However, there's still more studies to be done, and always let your doctors know what you're going to try out if you're going to get into any certain supplements or anything like that. Uh, other than that, I got, we're running out of time, but you can look these up for yourself, I guess. We got six ex exercises for rounded shoulders. The lateral neck flexion stretch, where you stand or sit upright in a chair with your shoulders down and back. Gently pull your left ear towards your left shoulder to get a stretch in the right side of your neck. Repeat on the other side. And just do your reps to whatever you want. There's a chest doorway stretch, where you stand with a doorway about one to two feet in front of you. Bend both your elbows to 90 degrees and raise your arms so your upper arms are parallel to the floor. Place your forearms on either side of the doorway and step forward, placing one foot on the other side of the doorway and slowly shift your weight onto the front foot until you feel a stretch in your chest, which that would, and hold it when you get that stretch. That would be very painful right now with my upchuck muscles hurting. Uh, reverse shoulder stretch where you stand looking straight ahead, feet shoulder width apart, and arms by your sides. Clasp your hands behind your back with your thumbs pointing towards the floor. Stand still, open your chest, and move your hands back and towards the ceiling. Stop when you feel a stretch in the shoulders and bicep muscles. Hold in this position for 20 to 30 seconds. Release the stretch and return hands to the starting position. And do not overdo it. If you feel the tension, just stop. Don't do it where you end up hurting yourself. There's prone, I, T, and Y. Lie on your stomach, forehead touching the ground, arms straight above your head with your hands in a thumbs up position. Raise your arms as high as you can, pause, and then slowly lower them back down. Move arms out into a Y position, raise them as high as you can, then slowly lower them back down. Move arms out to a T position, raise them as high as you can, and then slowly lower them back down. Re return to the I position and repeat. There's band pull apart. Stand upright with your back straight, feet shoulders of the part, and knees slightly bent. Hold the band with an overhand grip 
and your arms straight out in front of you. Slowly pull your hands apart by squeezing your shoulder blades together. Focus on the squeeze by imagining a small ball between your shoulder blades. Slowly return the band to the starting position. And then there's scalpular wall slides, which you can imagine just having your back against the wall, arms going up and down, just working them, just working the scalpular muscles. But we're running out of time, so you can research that last one if you need the deets on how to do it. But be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Keep following under the call of MS wherever you can find it. We're all over the place. And you can follow Crimson Call Comic Club under the call and all those wonderful things. If you want to check those out, and we'll get back to you again soon with some more goodies in the near future. Bye.